Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Shout out to the coach gang. Appreciate y'all for being here. My name is Coach Greg Adams. Shout out to the coach gang. Appreciate y'all for being here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Tuesday Night Titans or Gordita Tuesday or your slow Tuesday, man. Somebody was creeping in the dough and kicking the faux faux. All I heard was Papa, don't hit me no more. Anyway, man, check this out, man. We got a great show. Uh, just when you thought the That Shoe Girl could not be you. topped, just when you thought the That Shoe Girl could not be topped, we found another, another one of these That You That Shoe Girls, and they're explaining how you nice guys will win in the end. All right, you nice guys, when all is said and done, nice guys will win in the end. Now, is this something that you want to do? I know a lot of people don't mind winning in the end. You don't mind dating women seriously until they hit their 30s. And I've been trying to tell you, I don't, you know, at some particular point, I don't know if that's in your best interest. And we're going to explore that just a little bit more in this particular show. But before we even get to that topic, we're going to hit you with some topics that are going to be very expensive to you. These are going to be very expensive lessons for a lot of men. And I've been warning you men that this day was coming. I've been warning you men that this day was coming. Okay. Um, let me see here. Okay. And uh, the reason why this day was going to come is because purely it's economical. There's going to be a economic situation, which is going to cause some people to line up for some money. And I've been telling you, either they're going to sell peace leave for bottles of water, uh, a couple of dollars, a couple of ducats to, for you to fill up their gas tank, or they're going to come back uh, for, with the funk of 40,000 years. They're going to come back way back and they're going to start lobbying allegations, filing suit. And this is where the guys have to really get this thick understanding that men do pay. Men do, in fact, pay on the back end of things. So before we get into that story, I'm going to acknowledge the Super Chats, and we're going to get right to the point. And the first Super Chat I want to acknowledge is the homie, Simon Small. He's getting out of here, but he says, I'll catch the replay in the morning. Shout out to the coach gang. And, hey, he says, shout out to the Nasty Boys. Shout out to the Nasty Boys. Hey, it is Nasty Boy Tuesday. It is definitely Nasty Boy Tuesday, right? Uh, find you to, it, it, you know what I mean? You don't have to get anything today. You know, Tuesday is an off day. And if you guys want to care to uh, for me to explore uh, that type of thing with you, maybe I can tell you throughout my week how I plan my week based on the women that I want to mess around with on the dark side, on the dark side. <laughs> Shout out to the dark side. All right. So... You know, uh, I've been living the dark side for quite a long time, uh, quite a long time. Uh, and the dark side consists of men who don't cohabitate long term relationship or um, or um, or marry or marry. And so I'm on the dark side. A lot of guys are afraid to go to the dark side. The dark side does have its risks. But uh, yeah, man, um, I, I've had this thing about slow Tuesdays for quite a while. I might have been the one who brought that up in this sphere, along with a whole bunch of other things that I brought up. I would want to take credit, though. All right. Uh, but um, the slow Tuesday is something that a lot of men actually have been implementing into their week. Slow Tuesdays. All right. Slow Tuesdays. Slow Tuesday is a very inactive day. You know what I mean? It's kind of like a day you could take off. It's a day that, uh, like, you know, normally nothing's going on. There's no bars. You know, there's no pub crawls. There's no major events. There's really no concerts. There's nothing going on on a Tuesday. And you're like, I could take the evening off or I can have me a Mastodon come through. You know what I mean? Because you don't want your regular rotation girls to come in. You know, your, your good looking girls. Your good looking girls aren't even available.
They got Manny and pedicures to do. They got seeking arrangement dates to meet, right? <laughs> they have boyfriends to see. So Taco Tuesday, Tuesday is when you bring in the five foot three, 190 pounds. Boy, that is a small chick. All right, you bring her on in and you're like, you know what? I wasn't going to do anything today, but uh, yeah, you can slide through. We'll talk about that. Maybe we'll talk about that if we have some extra time. <laughs> uh, shout out to uh, who is this with the um, who's turning 40 today? Maryland guy says I'm turning 40 this Saturday and I'm expected to like flabby arm, turkey neck, corn, bunion, stretch mark and cellulite just because they're my age. That's a big no. All right. That's one of the things you'll be fighting. You'll have choices in your 40s, right? You'll have choices. You'll have choices to make when you're 40 because the women that have turned you down for a long time are starting to look at you like a Wendy's beef burger. All right. They're going, hey, hey, Maryland guy, looks like your life is not screwed up yet. I screwed up my love life and I'm still a good woman. Right. And so she's going to position herself and her two kids and her two stepkids and her two divorces, not to mention her out of shape physique. And she's going to say, hey, look, uh, we'd be good. You're 40. I'm 40. We'd make a good couple. We'd make a power couple, right? And if you're a simp, if you're a gump, if you're a black man, you jump all over this deal. You're like, oh my gosh, I got me a power couple. I got me a working woman. So I can Are focus on my career. Yeah, man. And then you look at this, you go... <laughs> You, you start doing these things and you start dating these women and then you start seeing the unreasonable expectations. You see them making you jump through all kinds of hoops and hurdles and you're like, now why? This doesn't make sense. It, it doesn't make sense. And guys, I've done it and, I, and I've been sitting there. I was fighting it. Why am I doing this? I know I don't like women like this. I can do it. You know, it's a slow Tuesday, easy layups. But then they start putting expectations on you and whatnot, which is another payment. Another form of payment, by the way. All right. And so they start putting these expectations on you. And what are we? And where is this going? And I don't want to waste time. I want to get married for the third time. You ever hear an old woman say that? She's in her 40s. Oh, I'm looking to get married. Mar mm. Married? 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 She's looking to get married and she's 40. Brothers. Are you crazy? And so they start wanting to go things. Why don't we go out? Let's go out and do something instead of just sitting here and you pounding all over my body. Let's do something this weekend. And you're just like, gosh, this is just terrible. And then it is not until you just say, you know what? Forget it. <laughs> I'm not messing with these old women with these crazy, unreasonable expectations. They're trying to get you to deal to make a deal like a sucker that no other man is going to make with them. I want you guys to think this through real quick. No other man on earth is making this deal with him. Meaning you're the only sucker that she's pressuring into this deal. Now, she's been pressuring a lot of men into this deal, and all of them have pumped and dumped her. After two sessions in the bedroom, they've all got rid of her because they're like, there's no way I'm going to make this deal. But every now and then she'll catch a gun and she'll catch you lacking. And you'll go, oh, yes, maybe she is a good woman. Maybe she did, uh, was in an abusive relationship. Maybe she is worth marrying. At 40? Mm. Who on the planet Earth? Okay, let me just say this. <laughs> he says, uh, did 
Did Boyce Watkins die? Du Bois Watkins made that deal. Like, wow. All the money in the world and that. <laughs> Goodness. I think he was making up for lost time. Shout out to Art Dog says women love nice guys. And that's you. And, and that's me. That's you. He says, and all I got and all it got me was. One marriage is enough. I gave it a shot. Never again. Free agent for life. Never, ever. I mean, I, I'm looking at it. People are like, never say never. You never know, Sean. No, I'm never getting legally married. I mean, I know the legal marriage is not going to happen. And I have, I have several people that have orders to snipe me out if I ever, if they ever do get, catch me walking down the aisle. If they ever, I have it on authority. I have given the authority to several people to snipe me from the damn grassy knoll and the fifth floor of the book depository to shoot at me should I be walking anyone down the aisle, okay? And these people would definitely be people that would get invitations to my wedding. So they would be there if I turn into a sucker. All right, if I turn sucker, I told them, I'm like, bruh, if you see me catching that, we used to talk and laugh all night, girl. What happened to those days? Did they all just fade away? Holding you in my arms makes me feel so happy. Then you said you had to go. What's wrong? Baby, I need to know. If they catch me slipping like that, I told them to take my ass out. <laughs> take my ass out, please. Take Put me out of my misery. <laughs> man, no, no, dude, just sit me out, man. Book depository, grassy knoll. I don't care if you in the sewer, triangulation of shooting, uh, sitting duck. I don't care what it is. Take me out. If you ever see me walk, especially with an older woman, if she's older than 35 and you catch my ass. <laughs> Three snipers in a triangulation form. All right. And I'm driving down the street in my little horse and carriage is for hire, senora. All right. And they got me walking down my horse and carriage and I'm waving. Oh, a second time's the charm. Take me out. JFK style. Just give me the part right there on my damn right hand side. Give me a part right here. All right. <laughs> Shit. Take me out, bro. CO COD style. Take me out. All right. Do not do it. If y'all see me, no, I'm just playing. I ain't giving y'all authority to take me out because y'all take me out. Well, I thought he was walking down the aisle, Sean. Sean. Sean said, Sean. Sean said he was walking down the aisle, Sean. Oh, he was the grocery store aisle, Sean. All right. Art Dog says, I got you, brother. Uh, let me see here. Hambino Gambino, shout out to coach. FII, homeschool isn't a solution to XX's indoctrination because XX's is the teacher either way dealing with it now. Okay, so yeah, there is some drawbacks. There definitely is some drawbacks if she's an indoctrinated person, yeah. Yeah, man, you know, it's a, it's going to be a tough one for you guys that want to have children. I, I'm I'm warning you. I, I, I know I keep warning you. I don't tell you not to have kids, but I'm warning you, okay? Highly likely, those kids will be out of your custody for periods of time to which you cannot even have a defense to. 
Okay, I mean, I'm warning you. Okay, and, and not only that, if you have one with an American woman, highly likely she's going to be indoctrinated into feminism. I'm just letting you know, guys, it is going to be difficult out here. But go ahead, have all the kids you want. Have all the kids you want. Go ahead and roll the dice. But if you think you're going to have authority over your kids in this day and age, and this, my, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Okay, so anyway, I don't want to get on that bad, bandwagon. King Chris, shout out to the coach and the coach gang. Let's go. Last three sets, Sana says, hit the like button before you. Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> yes, indeed. Eddie says, I'll save him, coach. Everyone deserves love. Everyone deserves a little bit of love. What about love? What about love? I'm tired of these emotions being used and leveraged against everybody making dumbass decisions that you would not have made in the absence of the emotion. Okay, there's no love on the table. Would you make the decision? Nope. You would absolutely not make that type of decision. But because you're in love, because you're happy, because you're sad, because you're depressed. I mean, our society in these feelings is one of the most uh, moronic things I've seen out here. All right, come on. Let's stop with the uh, emotions. But shout out to Eddie. I'm not making fun of Eddie. But a lot of people be making decisions on emotions. But emotions change. Uh, Rooster Coburn. Coach, a guy at work tried to set me up with his sister who is thrice impregnated by one man. He says, wow. Nope. He says, I can never repay you for your knowledge you instilled in me. Thank you, CGA. Shout out to you for dodging that bullet. Because in, in times, in desperate times, we'd have took that deal. We'd have took that deal. Have you ever been set up with somebody and you just look at the other person with the massive amount of disrespect? You looking at them like, bro, you think this is the best I could do? Man, I got this girl. She is beautiful. Man, I can't wait to introduce you, man. Just hold tight. I'm going to bring her to you. And you wait and you like, ooh, I love it when a homeboy set me up. Oh, Lord, I'm going to be running through her like the Holland Tunnel. You like, God dang, I hope she got a little pretty little waist. I hope the toddy's sitting up nice and right. I hope she got a nice little bubble in the back. I hope she got pretty feet. I hope her hair is nice and shiny. You be like, yeah. You be like this. I got money. I can't wait. Oh, this girl's wonderful, man. This girl's wonderful. She's so great. Boy, she come around the corner and you like. You like, dude. Is this the girl you've been talking up? <laughs> you be staring at a Martin Luther Lee. You like, bruh. Now. I have a question, bro. Is this who you think? Is this the best you think I can get? Is this what you do? You think I'm this desperate out here? <laughs> You're like, holy moly. I'm appalled. I'm offended that you would bring this damn busted Pillsbury biscuit can around. Matter of fact, let me just put up the disclaimers right now. I cannot stand that. I'll never let nobody set me up. Hey, man, I got this. No, no, no. Hell no. Your next door neighbor, she's 65 years old. Oh, you should meet my daughter. You'd be like, daughter? Mother, daughter? You should meet my daughter. She's fantastic. And you ain't even putting the math together. You like, ooh, fresh out of college. Oh, Lord, I could just. <sighs> Smells like berries and potpourri. Oh, my goodness. Your daughter? Oh, yes. Send her my way. Send her my way. This is going to be fantastic. I bet her feet are pretty. Lord, she come around the corner. 
It's like, what? And unfortunately, her daughter has a daughter, too. I'm like, oh, hell no. What, what is this? Goodness. Her daughter. Get that, man. Would you get this old woman out of here? She's 45 years old, damn near homeless. On all the social welfare programs. Two baby daddies. <laughs> like, man, if you don't get this snuffle up and gets out of here, oh, my Lord, help me, Rhonda. Let me see here. Uh, I gotta get uh, I gotta get this show onto the on the road here. Um, everybody has taste. Uh, here we go, right here. We talked about this. Chris Brown caught a caught a charge. A woman filed a lawsuit against him, twenty million dollars. It was a grape allegation, in which I said reported at the time he definitely had sex with this woman. It wasn't a woman he did not have sex with. And then later on, I did a show recapping that. Yes, he did show months of text messages for him. For this woman, the alleged victim, uh, to uh, come over and she was addicted to his salami. Pause. And so he basically has has pretty much got over this case for the most part, took in a little bit of damage publicity-wise in the court of public opinion because of his past dealings. People haven't really given him a pass. He's going to take a little bit of a hit. And he lost a little bit of money legally trying to defend this case, I'm sure. And the lawyer of the woman has dropped her as a client. However, it is what I always been saying. Men always pay. <laughs> Here's another situation here. You're always going to pay on the front end or the back end. And Chris Brown in uh, his communications with this woman said that, um, hey, man, look, I just hit it and quit it. That was it. That's all I'm going to be with you. I'm going to ignore you. I'm not going to give you the time of day. I'm not going to give you the respect. And then this woman said, I'm going to pay you back by doing something like this. Now, normally how these cases go, is they normally go to an arbitration or some sort of mediation in which the lawyers will meet and say, look, he got to come off of something to make the case disappear. Usher allegedly went through the situation with the herpes, alleged herpes uh, situation where that big busted Pillsbury biscuit can came out and sued him for herpes, uh, passing on herpes. Now, Usher never admitted doing it, but he paid the girl off because it's better to just pay them off than to do what? Fight it in court to actually free your name because what are the odd chances that the court agrees with the woman? Could happen. So here's another situation where guys keep calling me out and telling me that men don't pay on the back end. And there you go right there. Pay on the back end. It happens all the time. Let me give you another situation right here. Okay. Here it is right here. Report. Former LSU Associate Athletic Director Sharon Lewis. That sounds like a female. Allegedly. Accuses LSU's Frank Wilson of harassment. Now I told you. This is going to be the season for these type of filings. Especially women with. So I could Okay, these things will be normal. All right. Now, just because you don't hear about them on a regular basis doesn't mean it's not happening. These things are happening on the daily. And a lot of times when women are grasping at their last straws, they will lob this allegations to save their hide. And oftentimes you had a relationship with them. So let's go ahead and read out the details here, here so you can see what's happening here. In a federal document filed on Thursday, LSU's former athletic director, associate athletic director, Sharon Lewis, says that Frank Williams. Uh, LSU's new running back coach and associate head coach sexually harassed her and another woman and mm. and another woman. This is what happens when you don't have pipe control and you're fornicating with women at your job. This is why I tell you guys, it's, there's a better option for you. I don't know why you guys keep wanting to do this and, and be Marcus from Boomerang. As someone said in the comment section, 
All of you guys want to be Marcus from Boomerang, thinking that you're getting these women for free, but it's all going to come back on you, bro. At some particular point, y'all got to turn in that pimp car, your player car. And so here it is right here. Wilson previously acted as an assistant, as LSU's assistant from uh, 2010 to 2015, which is when Lewis says the harassment occurred. Wilson had recently been hired back by LSU by new coach Brian Kelly. The document says Wilson asked Lewis to touch his genitalia in addition to trying to kiss another female employee without her consent. Lewis stated that she went to the senior athletic associate athletic director, Miriam Seeger, and executive duty deputy athletic director, Verge Asbury, regarding the situation, but no action was taken. Now, we're not even going to get to the problem here. Here's the interesting thing. You want to hear the interesting part right here? However, Lewis's allegations were added to the ongoing lawsuits against LSU over his former head coach, Lex Miles, who had another sexual harassment suit at LSU. And the lawsuit was filed April 20 and 21, causing Kansas to part ways with Miles, who took over the Jayhawks program after his dismissal from LSU. Interesting. Lewis, the woman lobbing the claim. Sharon Lewis, listen, gentlemen, and learn. Lewis was fired in January of 2022. She was fired. Yes, you heard that right. Lewis was fired January 2022 during significant reshuffling of the athletic department around Kelly's hired hire. Lewis and her attorney say the school's decision to fire her was retaliation over the lawsuit filed the previous year. And this is violation of the Title IX work and whistleblower protection. Oh, so as she was told to pack them bags. Now she's grasping at straws. Now she's saying, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Y'all remember that time that little running backs coach was sexually harassing me? A running back coach. And you were assistant associate athletic director. This is not a power situation that, I mean, you, you this is not a power situation. This isn't a case of him graping you. It says right here, he asked, asked, wait, Wilson asked Lewis to touch his genitalia in addition to trying to kiss another female coworker. Give me context. Give me context. Where were you when he asked to touch the genitalia? Were y'all naked in the car? Were y'all naked at his apartment complex? Were you at a work function? What were you doing? Give me context because context matters. I guarantee you was the context. They was at their apartment drunk or they were at a work function drunk. Either way, guys, this is another one of these situations where I tell you guys, even if there was a relationship between them and she's not disclosing that, this is another situation in which you want to be player and max go overboard. Control your libido, control your pipe, or you're going to be one of these victims of free sex. Free freaking sex. And of course, now she's getting fired, so she's grasping at any gump she can find. Here's another situation here. Snowboarding coach Peter Foley. Women detail new actual assault misconducts allegedly against ex-U.S. snowboard coach Peter Foley or Foley. This is as of 12 p.m. today. Three, three former athletes and a former employee of U.S. ski and snowboarding have accused former longtime head coach Peter Foley or Foley of misconduct sexually, including assault. 
on wanting kissing and touching and coercing, coercing them into taking nude photos, according to an interview obtained by ESPN. Now, I'm going to ask what the hell is coercing them to take nude photos mean? I've never been on this side of harassment, but I will say this. Any woman that has sent me nude photos, they sent them on their own accord. I've never been able to ask a woman to send me a nude photo and then her be mad and say, you coerce me to send the nude photo. Okay. The woman lodged her complaint last week with the uh, U.S. Center for Safe Sports, a watchdog organization uh, authorized by Congress to police issues related to actual abuse in U.S. amateur sports. And they temporarily suspended Foley on Friday pending its investigation. On Sunday, the U.S. Ski and Snowboard announced that Foley was no longer an employee by employed by the organization. So here it is again, guys. Free sex costs the most. There it is again, guys. You guys can't keep it in your pants. You guys always got to be on the hunt. You guys always got to be sourcing women. Hey, coach, man, there's this beautiful woman at my job. Man, leave her ass alone. And then you come get mad at me. When I tell you, stop talking to these broads. All right, go find you one around the corner in another area code, right? Leave them alone. Now, here's the proof. I'm going to tell you what proof they have. And uh, a Foley's attorney, uh, any allegation of misconduct sexually being made against him is false. Mr. Foley was not engaged in any conduct that violates the safe sport code. And he was conducting, uh, he will cooperate with the U.S. Center for Safe Sport when and if they contact him. Foley was the head coach of the U.S. snowboard team since his inception in 1994 and led the national squad to seven Olympic medals, including the most recent Beijing Games. His athletes, male and female, won a combined 35 Olympic medals. But those who came forward last week told ESPN the medals came at a high price for women working and competing with the team. They allege women have long had been tolerating misconduct because Foley controlled which athletes were selected to go to the Olympics, and they feared he would retaliate by withholding Olympic opportunities and ending their employment. Mm. Let me get this straight. It's 19, it's not even 19, it's 2020 freaking two. All the Me Too stuff that we've learned, all the seminars, all the damn uh, human resource packets that people have given me, all of these damn uh, things that we've learned and there's still women out here being felt like they being uh, forced into doing these things. How in the world is this possible? But there's people that still, oh, I'm just the damsel in distress. How did you put yourself in a situation? Was the Olympic gold that big of a deal to you? Was making the Olympics that big of a deal for you to blow the whistle? But now you got to blow the whistle after the fact. Because the Olympics are over. ESPN has interviewed all four women about the allegations and confirmed that they individually contacted and filed a report to say sport last week. So they, they all filed last week. And that the, includes allegations they relayed in the interview with ESPN. The allegations first surfaced against Foley, age 56, during the uh, Beijing Olympics in February when former snowboard or snowboard cross athlete Kaylin, I can't pronounce that, sorry, a 2010 Olympian wrote a series of Instagram posts accusing Foley of misconduct and two male athletes of misogynistic and racist behavior. 
It says U.S. Ski and Snowboard said it took some time, but the allegations they take very seriously and they're being investigated. Let me go ahead and explain the story here because I kind of want to talk about how the story came about here. Here it is right there. Um, It says one athlete, one medalist who filed an oral complaint. An oral complaint? ESPN, come on, man. She filed an oral complaint with Say Sport, told ESPN her report included an allegation that Foley assaulted her while she participated in the U.S. training camp he ran when she was 19. The athlete who spoke on the condition her name would not be used. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So she can just throw this out here and not have her name out. Okay. She said she didn't perform well at the camp and initially did not make the team. At the camp's conclusion, she said Foley drove the athletes to the airport, telling them they would be all sleeping together in the same room until their flights the next day. And it says the athlete said the athlete said three men slept in one king size bed while she and two other women slept in another bed. Mm. Now, that I don't believe. That right there sounds unbelievable. I mean, nobody in their in 2022. <laughs> I want to see the receipt. I want to see the hotel receipt on that one. There's no way. There had to be an agreement for an orgy for that to happen. Six people in one hotel. They got a better budget than that. I know they got a better budget than that shit. All right. I've, I've traveled with athletes for 15 years. I know damn well most institutions would never allow that. They would never be like, nah, we, 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 we don't have enough budget for something like that to go on. So let's go ahead and get it here. This woman says, I was on the edge of the bed. There's, wait, these are three adult, these are three adult women in one bed. And three adult men in another. I know damn well that I want proof. (laughs) I got to have proof that that occurred. So there's three adult women on a king size bed. Here it is right here. I was on the edge of the bed and I was asleep. And at one point I felt someone sneak in behind me in the bed. The athlete said, she said that she realized it was Foley and that the coach quote, reached his left arm over my body and put his fingers inside me. Now, I know a lot of you guys are virgins out here. And I know a lot of females are virgins out here. A lot of you guys, your moral high ground is out here. But there were three women in one bed. He got up out of his bed. (laughs) I want to see the video. He got up out of his bed with the two other people in his bed and went over to your bed. And had the ability to slide digits in your peace leave. I got to see. Can you do a. Can we do a reenactment of this? And how likely is it where you passed out drunk? This cannot be possible. Were you sleeping in the nude? How did he not rock the bed? 
This story does not seem believable, but to a virgin, it had to, it's believable. To people who are living in Topeka, Kansas somewhere, this got to be believable. This sounds unbelievable. Nobody noticed. Nobody said nothing. Nobody said, get your fingers out of her. Six witnesses in the room. This sounds unreal. And it says, she says, here it is right here. I just laid there. She said, I just remember, I remember just lying there in shock. It happened for a while, she says. And it just stopped and he got up and left. You know. You know. Hold on. Listen, I would love to be part of juries in these cases. This one reeks of Martin Luther Lee. This one reeks of Martin Luther Lee. I got to, listen, I've been around people. I've been slept in rooms with many a people. I know you can't fart without everybody waking up, but I'm going to reach over and then violate somebody in this manner. This tells me that there was a party going on, and now she's trying to backtrack from the party. This one smells of, I got to get the demonstration here. I got to get the demonstration of what's going on here. This sounds not very real. But could he have done these things? Could he have prayed on them? Sure, I believe that. Could he have had feelings for his, some of his athletes? Yes, I believe that. Could he have um, uh, put himself in the position to be in with the, some athletes privately? Yes. Could he have text communicated with them? Yes. I believe all of those things, yes. But some of these things start in a reek of inappropriate um, inappropriate behavior by them, but then they're going to claim he was in the power position. And, and here's a direct quote. Here's an example of this. This is why you got to be careful. It says right here, there is now, wait, there is now this power position, the athlete said. He can say, I can't start in this World Cup. I can't be in these games. Foley eventually stopped kissing her, the athlete said. He stops, and I'm like, I'm leaving. This is super inappropriate, I said. Of course, this is like a fair maiden or something like this. And it says, this should not be happening. You're a coach. I'm an athlete. You're married. I mean, this sounds like Cap. He whispers in my ear, I still remember how you were breathing, the woman told ESPN. I knew. I knew exactly what the F he was talking about. It gave me chills. It brought me back to when I was 19. Man, this don't. This sounds like a badly, poorly written script. I mean, I'm just letting y'all know. There, I believe that this guy probably was preying on girls, uh, potentially young girls, to try to get them to do things to make the team. I, I, would, I would say maybe on that one for sure. But some of these stories sound outlandish as hell, which leads me to tell you, sometimes free is not your best option, okay? Because now he's going to pay dearly on the back end trying to backtrack some of these uh, claims. Unbelievable out here. Shout out to XL Pro Services says, um, for supporting the show. Shout out to you. Thank you, sir, for being here again. Viewer discretion is advised. We'll put up another banner for you guys. Uh, Augustine Romero says, roar <laughs> all for a little roar. You, you work 20, you, you work all day long. You want to get a little 15 minutes of stroking in. And now guess what? It costs you everything. Viewer discretionary affairs coach. Help me. I met a white girl on Tinder 
last week and on our first date, she revealed to me that she suffers from bad anxiety and that she takes three different medications for it. She is on head meds. And this is why she's single. I always tell you guys, I am not a rest haven for individuals who are suffering from mental disorders. I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a shelter for people who are formerly domestic violation abusers who've never taken their boyfriends or husband to court or have paid the penalty for their alleged abuse, meaning you never had to prove your abuse case. You're just still coming out here saying you're a victim of domestic violation. Well, should that be true? I'm still not a shelter or a harbor for people like you. And thus, you need to go seek some help. I am not your help. Sometimes people use relationships as a means to help them through situations. And ultimately, you will find out that you're not qualified to be a therapist. You're not qualified to be help. You're not qualified to get people off drugs. You're not qualified to help people's mental disorders. You're not qualified to help people recover from domestic violation or sexual abuse or whatnot. So what you need to do when somebody mentions that is do not ignore the red flags. Get the hell out of there. I paid the penalty for doing something like that. And sometimes you think maybe I can help them. Maybe I can get the. You're going to be the next person she accuses of something. If she's on head meds and she lets you know anxiety, depression, stress, or anything related to that. Get out. Leave her alone. Don't just leave me alone, girl. Leave me alone. Oh, oh. She telling you she crazy. Eben Dante says, talk to a friend of mine. Uh, who I've gained, who I've gained with for a few years, asked her about her husband. And he says, it's her second marriage, but she said he was safe to be with. Coach, you're always right. Price is wrong. So for a lot of guys that have been using this, I want her soul. A lot of women marry men that they're not sexually attracted to. And they look at it as, okay, I can suck up the intercourse when I need to do it. Okay, they marry you because of other reasons that are other than sexual attraction. This is why you guys got to play the game and she's got to get to know you. Well, if I get to know you, possibly I will like you. And maybe if you took me on, it's always three dates. If on three dates, I should know after three times of feeding me for free. And then maybe, maybe, just maybe, maybe we'll go the distance. And then you marry her. And she's like, all right, I'll take this sucker's bet. <laughs> I can always divorce you. And she just sucks it up while you push and shove all in her guts. And she just lies there like a Carl's Jr. star. Okay. I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. And then eventually she'll say, you know what? Why don't we just cut this sex picket off? We'll just go on and cut this off. And uh, at the end of it, I, I can gain at the end of it. All right. This is a Boyce Watkins marriage. People who are married. And that's you. That's you. Larry Portis, hey, coach, did you hear that the Super 304 Stormy Daniels lost her appeal and has to pay Trump 300000 k in legal bills? Give her the buzzer. It's funny. I was just talking about Stormy Daniels today. We were talking about strippers' names, and I said Stormy. And uh, there, there it is right now. Now, she just lost her appeal. I know she was supposed to pay this thing to Donald Trump. All right, but I guess she appealed it and she lost. 
And so she tried to ruin Donald Trump's name by bringing up the fact that Donald Trump paid for her peacefully. See, when you pay them outright, it's hard for them to make any allegations unless you unless she just wants to ruin you. That's the protection you get by paying her. All right. Because she has to go up there and says, yes, I'm a hooker. <laughs> she has to go up there and ruin her own credibility before lobbying allegations. See, when you approach them for free and you don't have any money on the table, they can accuse you of anything. But simply paying their ass up front prevents them from coming out. <laughs> but you're going to allegate me. Right? You can't allegation me. You are a prostitute. This is this is what payment is for. People got to understand what payment is for. People think, oh, you're desperate. You're paying. No, no, no. I'm paying. This is my insurance policy against your dumb ass. Right? Because it's the only protection. The only protection then you got to file after that is wear a condom. And don't knock up a hoe. That's why you pay. That right there is why you pay. See, look. And I'm not encouraging you to pay. I'm just telling you. That's why. See, look, watch this. If Chris Brown would have just paid this broad off, he wouldn't have been out uh, battling a $20 million lawsuit of Italy that he produced the receipts. And so he tried to kick her to the curb and talk shady about her. If you would have just do money right on her forehead, it would have been over. And she can't come out. She can't come out then. I mean, what are you going to go to the court? Yep. Um, he paid me. Oh, uh, ma'am, cross-examination. Uh, ma'am, uh, how long have you been uh, having men pay for you? <laughs> she ain't got no leg to stand on her credibility is lost but if she plays the damsel in distress and i was just sitting at a party drinking and he drugged me how many guys you guys are gonna learn the hard way ninjas love to learn the hard way anyway stormy daniels is a girl that got paid and she tried to come out after the fact and she got a L. Why? Because the court looked at it and said, that's why he paid you to shut the F up. <laughs> How many times, bro? How many times are I going to learn? Even the court knew. Nah, bro. You can't come out after the fact and change the price after you got paid. <laughs> oh, man. Let me see here. Stormy Daniels. Yep. Oh, she was a prawn star. She says, I'll go to jail before I pay Donald Trump. Let, let's pull up the story real quick. Where is it? See, she was a prawn star selling some beast leave. And guess what? Oh, I'll go to jail. I ain't paying him a damn dime. Yeah, because you broke. You were broke to begin with. You were washed up. Look at her. How old is she now? 46? She was washed up. She tried to come out. She tried to say he paid her and then humiliate him. And the court said, no, nah, sis. No, mm. no. Nah, nah. You can't do that. That's not how it works. Even we know, you know, some old lady that's on the jury who sold her peace leave in the past said, no, nah, baby, you take payment. You completed a transaction. That's how it goes. You can't come back after the fact. Anyway, shout out to you. Denley Nelson, appreciate you for being here. Uh, KT is in the building. He says, coach, it's been a minute, but you're being a little harsh. Can you tell us two good reasons to get married in 2022? I can tell you a couple of good reasons why to get married in 2022. <laughs> Maybe I'll come back to that one. Eddie says, I was joking in my last super chat about, look, I know you were joking. I know I wasn't, I wasn't making fun of you. 
I know you were joking. I just, it just thought me, it just brought me to um, talk about it. But I'll give you two quick reasons why you should get married. All right, everybody listen up. I'm going to give you two good reasons. Number one, and that could be a very significant reason why not, why to get married. All right. And number two, And then that will be that. So I would say those are two good reasons right there. All right. <laughs> all right. Anyway, shout out to Eddie. I know you were joking, man. It's all love. Shout out to you. Now, remember this girl right here. I play her video all the time. I got two girls that are going to top this woman. Let's go ahead and roll the film on the That You Girl. Um, and here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age, is that women love nice guys. <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, I'd say by our late 20s, early, early 30s is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, AKA nice guys, right? And that's you. Now, that video right there is a classic. It, it, it can't miss. I mean, you listen to what she's saying and you're appalled. I mean, as a man, you're appalled at what you're hearing. You're going, ma'am, are you really saying this? Do you lack self-awareness? Or do you understand the plight of, it, of men? Do you understand our testosterone kicks in somewhere around 14 and 15 and it's raging like crazy? And you're telling me to wait until you're 32 or 38 or 28. And now I'm supposed to watch you get exhausted by all the jerks and the Chads and Tyrones. I'm supposed to go through all my life watching you. And at the end, you tell me you're such a good man. I'll marry you. And that's you. When your roast beef curtains are hanging out in between your legs after you done got plowed, after your best years were given, your best years, your best body was given to this man. The body that you had during these years, you're not going to have at 32. I promise you, you're not. I've worked in the fitness profession. You're not. I don't care how good your body is. It ain't going to be what it was at 24. Okay? It's not going to be that. It's not going to be pure. When I smell, I smell the funk of 40,000 years. When you're 24, I smell... That's what, and that's what I wanted. But now I got to wait another eight years. If you thought that video was insane, I got another one for you guys. There's more of them. And this is what tells you how out of touch women can be about the dating marketplace. Because you would think they're hearing what we're saying and they don't hear what we're saying. They don't hear what we're saying. They're just basically going along as don't worry, as long as we find the right simp, it'll, it won't matter. As long as we find the right good man, it doesn't matter. And so they're hoping you're not listening to us. They're hoping you're stupid. They're hoping you think they think that you think they're that they're getting a good deal. Let me show you this clip right here. Listen to these girls. And of course, there are two Kayleys right here on a podcast. Listen to this. This is this is unbelievable. I I would not have thought that people would be this out of touch with reality. Listen to this one. 
will win in the end. You will win. So just keep holding out until the right girl comes Nice on. guys always win. They oh. always win. If nice truly means nice, you had the wrong girl. Yeah. You might not win in your early 20s, but let me tell you, every girl will get sick of the games and the douchebags and nice guys will win. They always win. They always win. I want a nice guy, okay? I'm sick of the games. Like you saw, I'm, I shut it down. Like I'm not into it. Yeah. I want a nice guy. The nice guy win. A nice guy's... For three years, it's not cool, and then it's cool. Yes. You will win in the end. You will win. So just keep holding out until the right girl. I I wouldn't have thought that you could find a video even worse than the and that's you. What do they think? Of, I mean, they really think very low of men. They really think very low of you. They still think this is a good deal. This is why they running around three baby daddies. What? 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 what, what? What's wrong with me? <laughs> because people lie to you. Women, men lie to you. Ladies, I know you watch me because look at my chocolatey skin. I bet you women watch me and be like, dang, that brother 46 years old. Look at his chocolatey skin. Look at that beard. Oh, my goodness. Look at that. I know you want to put your hands through this. You know, the ladies love beards. I'm going to let y'all know, bro. Hey, they be grabbing my beard. They be stroking it while I be stroking it. They like the beard, bro. They be I don't like facial hair. They be grabbing onto me like they daddy. Oh, daddy. <laughs> it's crazy, bro. They love the beard. And they love my chocolatey skin. They be like, your skin's so fresh. Look at your skin. Uh-huh. Look at that. Look, look, ladies, look. Look, barely a wrinkle, a crinkle on that mug. Look at it. Look, look. Look. Hey, ladies, look. No Botox. Look at my. But look. Look. Not a blemish on this mug. Hey, ladies, look. <laughs> look at that right there, girl. Y'all got to put a pound of makeup to look like this on your face. No. See that? That's my real skin. Look, barely a little bit of puffy eyes, but that's because I work hard. 46, baby. Huh. I bet you your skin don't look like that on the other side at 46. <laughs> but nonetheless, nonetheless. Yeah, this ain't no makeup. I don't even put no makeup on to look like this. Look at that skin. Look at how thin that skin is. Look at that skin. Ladies, I know you jealous. <laughs> anyway i wouldn't have thought i would not have thought that women can be this detached from reality how in the world how in the world do you think that men are going to wait for this deal let's listen to this garbage again <laughs> break this down nice guys win in the end wait for grabbing for getting what leftovers after you get ran through at the dorm at Arizona State, after you've been party girled out, after you've been exhausted by the Chads and Tyrones, after you've been had four early terminations of pregnancy, after you've gained the freshman 15 and the senior 50, after you've been married and divorced, after what? How is this a win? Let's play it again. We'll win in the end. You will win. So just keep holding out until the right girl comes Nice on. guys always win. They oh. always. Let's break that part down. Let's break. Let's break it down. I already played the whole thing. Let's break it down. We'll win in the end. You will win. 
This is a Kaylee right here. This is a face of a Kaylee that knows she's in trouble. She's in trouble. Yeah, after all the spring breaks, after all the sugar daddies, after all the sugar daddies with the boat, after all the paid vacations, after all the backpacking through Europe, after after this, after that, after this, after that. Look at how she's looking at you with this face. Like, you will win in it. We need to convince some simp <laughs> after the OnlyFans, after the in the end. What? Look at this. Just keep holding on to the right girl. You mean after I need to wait for you, after you went to the doo-doo Dubai to get porta potted on? After you ran through the whole city of Cincinnati? Please make sense of this. <laughs> after you had the engineer doctors? Zoe, what are you talking about? You will win, so just keep... She laughing at you guys. Look, she's laughing. You will win, so just keep holding out to the right girl. Oh, man, that's so much cap. Nice guys always win. Now, this girl is a nasty girl right here. She talking about this girl is one of the nastiest girls on the planet. I'm going to tell you that right now. These girls like this, these Kayleys like this, super duper nasty. They're nasty. It's appalling nasty. They so nasty that you go over there after she done, you'd be like, and she'd be like, can I make you a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? You look over at her dog. You'd be like, no, nah, that's okay. I don't want no peanut butter. They oh. always win. If nice truly means nice, you had the wrong girl. Yeah, you might not win in your early 20s. You might not win in your early 20s. So you mean from 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. 22, 23, 24, 25. I think women lose track of time. So from 15 to 25, I got to take L's. Sometime from 25, 26, 27, 28. I got to take L after L after L for 13. Now, what are you doing during those times? Succeed. Getting turned inside out. Getting dragged down the street like a caveman and a barbarian. You getting tossed up like a salad. You getting ran through more times than a Holland Tunnel. You having your fun. And now you getting back blown out. <laughs> she having the time of her life. And we supposed to just sit here and wait. We supposed to just sit here and wait 13 years, 14 years, 15 years. <laughs> what? But let me tell you, every girl will get sick of the games and the douche. She laughing at y'all. I think she she can't even be serious. But let me tell you, every girl will get sick of the games and the douchebags and nice guys. <sighs> Dude, she can't even keep a straight face. Every girl will get tired of the games. And the douchebags and the Chads and the Tyrones and the eight inch salamis paws and the back blown out and the sugar daddies and the married men that they date and the bosses, the managers that they succeed, the college professors, the air, the, the football players. Okay. Let me, you, you name it. The dudes that they meet backpacking through Europe. Okay. She get after all that. Here we are. The nice guys will win. 
We're tired of getting, we're sick of the games in the douchebags. Look at that look. Appealing to the simp, the pool guy, the H-back guy, the personal trainer. All the guys that led her on. We're tired of the games. We're tired of the douchebags. We're tired of the the um the walk of shames. We're tired of getting drunk and plastered and Ben Roethlisberger coming into the bathroom. We're tired. Games and the douchebags and nice guys will win. They always win. They always win. I want a nice guy. Okay, I'm. I want a nice guy. And that's you. I want a good man. I want a good man. After the Las Vegas trip, after the Miami South Beach trip, after Daytona. After Cabo, Cancun. After the ski trips to Big Bear and Mammoth and Salt Lake City, Alta. And Snowbird. After all of those trips, Park City. <laughs> Where does it end? Yeah, when we're done, we'll take a good man. I'm sick. Sick of the games. Like you saw, I'm, I shut it down. Like I'm not into it. I sh she just shut it down. She she said she just shut it down. I want a nice guy. The nice guy win. A nice guys for three years. It's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> They're literally trying to sell this, bro. They're trying to sell this. Yeah, for for, for three years, three dozen years. They trying to lag on me. Yeah, for the first three years or so, it's not cool. Yeah, but after that, I see I'm lagging. And then it's cool. Yes, you will win in the end. You will win. So just keep holding on to the right. Keep holding on. I'll keep holding on. I'll keep holding on. It's crazy. I know I got lag because I'm out here roasting them right now. I'm out here roasting them, and they had to lag me. They had to lag me. I should be good here in a minute. But I was out here killing it, giving y'all too bit of that, too much of that information out here. I'll get back here soon. Don't worry. Shout out to Stankmaster Flexes, fellas. Please, I beg you to get your passports. The price of peace leaving America is too damn high. It ain't worth it. It ain't worth it, guys. There, there, there's another video I was going to play where this woman, and it was an Asian woman. Let me see if I can pick up the audio. Shout out the counselor, by the way, for this one. Let me see if I can pick up the audio of a woman complaining about guys offering her coffee dates. Let me see if I can find it. It's not that far away. So this is the whole idea of guys trying to skirt the uh, dating landscape. So they're, they're like, oh, just take her for coffee, right? Um, so this is a woman complaining about coffee dates. Let's see here. Let me see. Wait. Can y'all hear it? Wait a minute. Hold up. Wait a minute. Where is it? Give me the audio. Oh, it's off. That into you. Oh, hold on for a second. Okay. Let's talk coffee dates. Personally, it is a red flag for me and an immediate no. If a guy asks you out for coffee as a first date. He's not that into you. The most important factor is that he doesn't think that you're worth impressing. So notice how this guy was like, just his wording was simply, let's meet up. So I was like, what do you have in mind? And he <laughs> responds and says, we can have coffee one day. 
And my answer was immediately no. I have my own coffee machine at home. Like, why should what the why the fuck should I get ready and spend an hour getting dressed and doing my hair and skin and makeup to like get a three dollar coffee with you? Like, no. Men like this are not worth your time. Let's talk coffee dates. Personally. So there you go with you guys. I'm gonna get it for free. I'm gonna just invite her out to coffee. First of all, did you see that woman? Did you see her? Did you see that? That was not an attractive woman. I mean, she probably everything. I mean, her face was a disaster. Everything else you could probably work around with. And that's pretty much what she's going to get. But what she what did she do? And what did I warn you? They're setting the price up here and they're suggesting. See, she first asked him, what did you have in mind? Meaning you make the plan. And then when he made the plan, she said, nixed it. No, dinner. Dinner. I'm going to tell you something. Meeting for dinner is a dumb idea. I've been telling you forever, dinner does not prove anything. Dinner does not help you get another person. Dinners are one of the worst dates ever. It's the one of the worst dates ever. Not only that, dinner and taking women out to dinner, strange women out to dinner, is linked to prostitution. According to the Man Act, according to civilization 100 years ago, that was a prostitution Tory act, all right? Taking a woman out for drinks and dinners. But, if you must do it, you must do it, but not to a stranger on the first initial meeting. So if she's setting the price up high, it tells me that she's looking for something else specifically, meaning food, payment, transaction, whatever it is. You have to make a transaction or it's not considered a date. I once took a woman out once, and I think we either went bowling or mini golfing. And then later on, I, I she was a um, she was a prude. All right. And then later on, she contacted me again. She was like, oh, you know, I was thinking of you. I wish we actually went out on a date, on an actual date. And I said, we did go out on the date. We went bowling. Oh, that's not a real date. Delete. Delete. Done. She's a serial dater. And I think she contacted me because then I started uh, talking to her friend and then her friend told me about it and then her friend texted me oh looks like you went out with my friend and then she sent me a picture I was like oh I didn't know that was your friend and then she the friend ended up the first person ended up calling me back oh yeah what's going on I just wish we I just wish we had went out on a real date you mean dinner that is not a date <laughs> that is not a date you don't you can't even get good rapport with people sitting at dinner this is why i tell you it's a bad date so if anybody knows if anybody's looking for a date like that she's trying to make you transact the relationship she's making it transactional and anybody that takes a woman on a dinner rate has initiated transactional date you've you've initiated you have you have initiated prostitution you've initiated a transactional relationship period you actually are paying so anyway, I was like, man, I tell you, man, so people are doing this in American women. You you guys are losing out on this one by being entitled and proved. No, you're supposed to take me out to dinner. Who said? Who said that that's a date? That's a prostitution act. <laughs> anyway, I cannot stand people who do that. Krell says a coworker. Now, if you do want to take them out for a date, fine. Go ahead. But what I'm saying is if a person is saying that that should be the first date, that is suspect. That is suspect. That should not be the first date. A first date does not have to include dinner. 
but with me and you sitting across from each other at a table. No, it could be a bunch of variety of other things. But he suggested coffee and you suggested dinner. Okay, that would be my opportunity. No, not dinner. Let's go walk through an art gallery. And she probably would have. Uh, Okay, sorry. But if she said, you have to do dinner, you have to do dinner, that is a transactional date. The dinner, dinner date is the worst date of all time. Up there with a movie date. That got to be the second worst date. I don't even know what's worse. I think a movie date is worse than a dinner date. But number one and two, movie date is the worst date. Dinner date is the second worst date. You're not going to get good rapport with the woman. You're going to get distracted. Um, you're going to get interrupted numerous times, too many times to count. Most of the time, your, your downtime is spent waiting for your name to be called so you can take your seat. You can't get the menu off right. It's, it's so damn dumb. It's ridiculous. You can't get a good rapport with people. And then to dumbass person, I'm going to get to know you, dinner and a movie. First of all, you're sitting quiet in the movie theater. Okay, how... How well can you get to know this person? What, are you going to slide your arm around her? Oh, I'm hugging up on her. Movie dates are trash. That's what you take your wife out to, movie date. Yeah, she wants a romance. Romance is something that develops. That's not something that I don't reward strangers with romance. I'm going to just meet you and just reward you with romance. No. Like I said, I don't mind being romantic. I'm a romantic guy. <laughs> I'm a romantic guy. I will tell you, hey, uh, stop by my house. Stop by my house. This will be a person that I violated her entire body. I'm talking about her feet, her chest, her backside, her front side, her mouth, all of that. Her earlobes, all of it. And I'll say, you know what? Stop by my house. I want you to put on that red dress. And slip on those high heels and some of that sweet perfume that show smells good on you. Slide on your lipstick. Yeah, I'll give you some romance then, okay, but not no damn stranger when you're going to sit there all awkward and, oh, you're getting a little too close for me. This is getting a little awkward. Oh, you're coming on to me a little bit too much. Don't be so creepy. So you can do all of that goofy shit on a dinner date? Hell no. You're going to sit next to me so I can put my hands in between your thighs. That's what you're going to do at dinner with me. But I'm going to have that rapport already, already set up. I ain't taking no damn stranger. How you doing? Nice to meet you, Kim. Sit right here. Hi, what do you do for a living? What do you do? What? So I could focus on my career. So she can give me a church hug at the end of it after I done filled her belly with Applebee's two for 20. And so she can just walk away with leftovers. Man, if you don't get look. You go on a dinner date with me, so you bring them damn leftovers to my house. After I <laughs> tag that ass after the dinner date. We're going to end it off. You get the romance up front. I get the prawn on the back end. Not no damn stranger-ass di dinner date. I wish women would really understand what's going on. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Krell says, a co-worker set me up 
with her gordita friend. I wore condoms. A week later, she said she was pregnant and that I was the dad. I asked her for a paternity test. She said, I'm joking. I know who the father is. I found out she has two other kids. Will you listen to what's going on out here, guys? This is what's going on out here in this world. She pregnant and she out here, guys, they, it's getting drastic out here. I wish people would really wake up to disaster out here. I mean, I know I don't get a lot of bite back, but I get every now and then some clowns will come in here and act like I'm making this up. <laughs> it's crazy. Sizzle says she forgot Foley also said, was saying, I got money. No, I don't think he was saying I got money. He's one of those guys that want to be a Mac and a player out here. All right. And this is what happened to you guys. You, you Mac and players soup. You'll get caught up at one particular point. Caught up. Your boy Scoop. Coach ain't never lie. Protect your meat, fellas. Just protect. Protect. Setsana says paying them up front. Damn the respect. We haven't money. seen our boy in a minute. Here comes the bankroll. This would make it all happen right there. That's, that's going to make it happen? This would make it happen. If a man want to know how to meet a nice woman, how you meet her? With this. <laughs> First damn word come out your mouth, I got money. <laughs> but those not respectable women. I don't want no respect. I want some ass. <laughs> damn the respect. I want you to break down like a 12-gauge double-barrel shotgun and show me what you're working with. But don't you want commitment? What? To who? You don't want to be committed. <laughs> I'm committed to getting her to that bedroom and giving her what she needs. <laughs> it don't get much simpler than an Uncle Earl. Follow him on Instagram, Tiffany and Uncle Earl. That's how you say it on there. It don't get much simpler than that. That's what it boils down to. And if you're taking women on dinner dates, he has the same idea as Uncle Earl. He's trying to get that close. All right. But um, strangers don't get dinner dates. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not unless I really know that there's going to be something to transact after that. Stony Montana. He says, first lesson we learned in economics was there is no such thing as a free lunch, especially with whamming. Stony, would you tell these guys? People still don't believe me. First economic rule, there's no such thing as a free lunch. There's no such thing, guys. I know you guys want to believe it. There is no such thing as free. When it comes to women, ain't nothing free. Now, you might have got away with it a few dozen times, a few 50 times. You might have got away with it. That's what, what I'm saying is I've got away with so-called free peace leave myself. But as a strategy, trying to make it free all the time, you're going to get hemmed up. All it takes is one woman to make you pay for the previous 50 women that you fornicated with for free. She's going to make your ass pay. All right, one mic at a time. Shout out to you. Crypto Bios says, if you want two reasons to get married, ask uh, Hafiz. Hafiz, he's from the roommates, I think. He, he's, he's, he's happily married now for the last two months. Or so. Shout out to Alexander Ruffin says Coach San Diego has long back to Kaylee's everywhere here. I'm living in the Bay Area and going straight here. He says, No, I'm leaving the Bay Area and going straight here. I love the vibes out here. So I know um 
I know a lot of people don't get what we're talking about about Southern California. And people keep coming. You don't date no sisters. You a sellout. You an Uncle Tom. All right. Come down to Southern California. And don't be no pro-black, you know, ashy lip, ashy Larry. All right. Like there's an ashy Larry content creator who he'll, he's, I think he's from Southern California or California in general. He'll never date any woman of any race. He can, he can probably get no dates with barely black women. All right. So he doesn't get how you would date outside the race because he could never have the opportunity. No woman outside of his, outside of his race would ever date him. Okay. But if you do have your situation straight, you'll have it. When you come down here, when you touch down, when you touch down, you're going to be like, whoa, I didn't think it was like this. You're going to be like, wow, this is different. San Diego is on another level. San Diego is on another level. All right. Southern California, Orange County is on another level. It's not like anywhere else. Now, it might not be your speed. It might not be your style. You'd be like, I can't do them long backs. Or you can't do the Gardenas, you know what I mean? So uh, you can't do it. So, But if you can do it, if you're open to it, you'll have 80% of the people available to you. It's out. Of, it's, out it's unreal. It's unreal. But it costs to be here. It, you got to pay the cost to be the boss. You got to pay the cost to be the boss. And if you like Gorditas, they everywhere. All the way, you can go up to San Bernardino, Riverside, Corona. If you like gorditas or any of the Latinas, everywhere. But San Diego is it. So he, my man left the Bay Area. He's in San Diego. He done lost his mind out here. <laughs> you done lost your mind. Hey, but I'm going to tell you, Alexander, a lot of them Kayleys and Longbacks, they going to cost you. It's going to cost you, man. You know, it's going to take some work. It's going to take some work. All right. Uh, Busy Izzy says, I work with this fine girl that everyone salivates over. You won't believe how many guys she roasts after being nice to their face. And they walk away. He says she talks about what simps they are. Yeah, you guys don't see that side of, um, you guys don't see that side of women when they actually, you actually being nice to them. And they know what you're doing. They know the game. They're not stupid. They play dumb. They play dumb, but they're not stupid. They know what you're doing. They know you slow pimping. They hate you, slow pimps. I'm a nice my way to some peace leave. <laughs> they know what you're doing. They hate you guys. They don't respect you. And then eventually they say. And that's you. Remember the second, do you remember those old restrooms that had public toilets instead of the blow dryers? Uh, Public towels instead of the blow dryers. Sorry. Toilets. Oh, I remember them. He says these used up garden tools are the public towels that everyone wiped on. Gosh, boy, we lived in barbaric times back then. Remember that? They had that constant, it was one reel of a of uh the public, the 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 white, everybody wiped their hands on one towel. Remember that? Oh God. We've come a long way since that. Wow. I forgot about those. God, that was disgusting. If you think about it now, wow. Yeah, it was one linen cloth, and you could just move it up and down around, and you find that it was all dirty already. It was super dirty already. You just, oh, how disgusting. If you young guys don't know nothing about that. This is why we don't get sick. <laughs> that was nasty. But there were public toilets, too. You know, the toilet where you have the little latrine, like the little horse trough. 
where everybody pisses in and all the piss from the other dudes jumping up and down on your legs and all that. Oh, we lived in some barbaric times, man. Y'all don't know nothing about the disease we used to carry around. Sean Mason says, can we get the circus music again for this one? I think I played it already. All right. Trey Zoe or Trey Zoe. He says, going through it right now, coach, my best friend said, I hate women who hurt you when I speak facts, not feelings. He's also married, though. Thanks, coach. You know, those guys you can't help. Those guys you can't help. You just, you know, just don't fall for their trap. All right, shout out to Mimit the second who doubled up on the public towels. Oh. Yeah, it was bad news back then. Or those porta potties. Damn. I mean, I have to be desperate to go in a porta potty. Absolute desperation. Absolute desperation to go to a porta potty. I'm like, oh, shit. I feel bad for women sometimes, you know. Because they got to go to the porta potty. I'm like, what are y'all doing there? I would never sit down in the porta potty. And the, the floor and the walls are too dirty to be floating over the toilet. Disgusting. All right, Dave, I would have to go in there with Timberland boots on. Because it got to be a damn mess. Oh, man. You see what's in the bottom of that porta potty? Oh, man. Shout out to David Matthew Sure. We will take you out once you're tired of all the jerks, but only one thing. <laughs> only for one thing. We clapping cheeks, baby. We, we clapping cheeks. But all women know they ain't got no problem with me, you know. That's you. And that's you. Yeah, construction workers. I did think about that. Construction workers, y'all got to go get in the porta potty. Ugh. So, sorry, guys. It's a bad thing. Sorry for the guys, man. Shout out to Steam Roland logging into my account that isn't banned for super chatting just to super chat. He said this most recent video really does take top the that shoe intro clip. Yeah, man. And that's you. And they were saying it so jokingly. Got I mean, they they think you guys are dumb. Shane, Sean Brown, Sean Brown, not Shane. Your book changed my life. I don't commit to women, and I continue to get the best treatment when I don't sign the contract. That was the whole purpose of the free agent lifestyle. You sign the contract, you are going to get bad. Um, you're going to get most of the time. They're going to test their limits. This is not them being bad to you. They just know uh, they really don't want to be locked down by you, but they get safety and security by locking down. They get you to pay most of the bills, the majority of the bills you pay. And many times you will say, I'll pay the majority of the bills because I want to feel like a man. They're not going to pass that deal up. But what you have to understand is the men who don't get in commitments get the best treatment from the majority of women. The men who sign up for marriages, they get treated like dogs in marriage. Not all of them. So this when I say things like that, I'm not saying all. I'm saying too many get treated like dogs in their marriage. Now, if you've been married for less than two years, I don't want to hear it. Okay, you are not even in the honeymoon state. You haven't even passed phase one of the relationship. So that means you're married and you're thinking about having kids in your marriage. You don't even have a reason for her to treat you like a dog yet. She's got to still get the investment. She's got to go to stage two. Once she has stage two locked up, she will treat you like a dog. The dog will get better treatment than you. 
the kids will get better treatment than you. You will come underneath the dogs and the kids. Many, many marriages are just like that. Just pay the damn bill, and she's going to show up. You can be like, hey, uh, just once in a while, can you be happy when I show up? What do you want? You want me to be like this? You want me to be? I mean, so damn sarcastic. You're like, damn. Now, I'm not saying I got treated like this all the time in my marriage. It's just what happens. It, it's just a common thing. Matter of fact, there's people who make jokes about it on, on TikTok. And sure enough, everybody agrees in the comment section. Oh, yeah, I treat my husband just like that. Yep. Let me see if I can find a video kind of talking about that. Well, this is one right here. Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game that he made, which is okay with me. Because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing a ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. She nice and comfy. She fat and happy. She like, he paying the bills. I done got away for 25 years worth of marriage. I haven't had to pay a damn dime. If he divorces me now, I get the house. I ain't worried about nothing. He could be screwing young girls. I could care less. This could be the guy right now. This could be goals. That could be him. And she knows that could be him because he can afford it. But he knows he's too scared because he doesn't want to lose the house. So this is what he's doing. Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game that he made, which is okay with me. Because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing a ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. She like, I mean, I get this house. I get the whole damn car if he wants to act up. I get the whole everything, the whole shebang, his pension. He got to do whatever the hell he want to do. I want him to do. Shout out to Sean Brown. One mic at a time. Tokyo in the building. What's up, coach? Shout out to Tokyo. Have they lifted their restrictions yet? I got to get out there. Maryland guy says, I've been finessed on dinner date, spent $100 one time because she wanted surf and turf for her to ghost me afterwards. Never again. So there's a situation that always happens. That happens to how many men have been more or less finessed out of a nice dinner date, especially when you were young and you thought this is the right thing to do. I'm going to make a reservation. I'm going to take her out somewhere special. I want to get to know her. She'll appreciate this. And you take her out for the date. You get the pat on the head. Oh, thank you for a nice time. Ghost on your ass. She'd be like, and you're like, Damn, what did I do wrong? Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> and she laughing with her friends. Ha ha, and he key key. And <laughs> I took them leftovers home and I ate. I went to the dinner date. I listened to him talk. He's so boring. Ugh, he's so nasty. And he had the nerve to try to kiss me. I ate two bites of my meal and I took them leftovers home. <laughs> and, my, and the dude that came over and plowed me out afterwards, he ate them leftovers. I gave it to the man I really wanted to be with. I just told him, wait another hour and a half while I went on a date with this goofball. Kiki. And, <laughs> and they act like we're crazy. They act like we're crazy when we're talking about it. And they ha-ha and they kiki in on your ass. <laughs> girl, and they get up there. Girl, they give each other that weak-ass high-five. Girl, I do that too. 
girl, I be getting out there on these goofballs. These goofballs be out here. I got a refrigerator full of leftovers. Some dudes be taking me on dinner dates. They think they gonna get some, but not from me, girl. <laughs> I ordered all the expensive stuff on the menu. I ordered salmon. I ordered filet mignot. <laughs> I order all of that stuff. I order escargot. I order all of that caviar and all of that stuff. I was drinking Cristal. I ordered all of that stuff on that dude. And that poor sucker paid for the bill. When the bill hit the table, I started looking around like this. Huh? You know how you do it, girl. You act like you don't see that bill. Uh-huh. And then you caress his finger. Oh, you such a gentleman. You're such a gentleman. Wow. And then I hop in my Uber. And I go out there and I get my back blown out. Ha <laughs> ha, Keenan. Yeah, you know, girl, girl. They do that and then they act like we're crazy when we come over here and talk about it. <laughs> I heard of some Merlot, some Escargot, all of that. All on his tab and he had to pay for all that, girl. And he thought he was going to get some from me. Girl, he ain't getting a damn thing from me. But I let him take me out again. I told her, you can take me out. Maybe after the third date, maybe we can discuss. Maybe I'll give you a kiss. But I don't kiss on the first date. I'm a woman. I'm a lady. Man, how many times you going to get that done to you before you figure out before you figure this shit out? They finessing your ass. Oh, but a real man takes a woman out for, done, for dinner. Yeah, the women. Oh man, I tell you, I took a young girl out one time, and the waitress did come over and say, "Uh, she told the woman she she's telling the girl she was looking at the menu." I took her out, and she was like, "Uh, the lady was like, the lady's like, uh, do you want the super salad?" And the girl was like, "Yes." And the waitress was like, "Uh, no, do you want the super salad?" And the girl said, "Yes." And I said, "No, she's asking you, do you want soup or salad?" And she was like, oh, I thought she said, do you want the super salad? I was like, boy, you young. You young. <laughs> Age ain't nothing but a number. <laughs> I was like, good Lord. The super salad. Holy shit. That's a new one. Well, how much, what do you think the super salad was? A big salad? <laughs> yes, the super salad. I'll take that. Super salad. Good Lord. I was like, man, you young. It seems like you're ready. It seemed like you're ready. Somebody said that's from Seinfeld. No, I had a girl literally say yes on the super salad. I was like, damn. It seems like you're ready. It seems like you're ready. Shout out to SAU Engineering says uh, they are getting desperate, coach. They broke. After 30, still living with the parents, drinks every weekend, hooking up and trying all the tricks in the book. Eco economies collapsing. The economy's collapse is not helping them. Nope. Gas is crazy right now. Gas is hurting them. So the one thing they turn to is men. All right, let's get some men to do this. Uh, take me out stuff. Augustino Romero says, roar. John Mason, the price of peace leave for men is at an all-time low, but the cost is at an all-time high. Price and cost don't work the same. Price and cost don't work the same. And since it's dropping again, I, I, I told you about the guy when I went to Mastro's 
Mastro's is a great place for men to learn. I know some of you ninjas don't go to anywhere exclusive places, but to Applebee's. That's like, a you know, you go to Chili's. You live somewhere in, in Tupelo, Mississippi, and Chili's a thing. I, I want you to be around wealthy men. This is a thing, and I've been around wealthy men in the wealthy community for the last 10 years. And even before that, I lived in the suburbs when I was in high school, and I learned a lot about what happens and how money works and how people use money to their advantage. So I'm at Mastro's. Uh, this dude, I'm, he's sitting in between me. It, it was the famous one where the woman in the yellow dress comes and sits on my lap. So anyway, there's a guy sitting over here, and he was a short, bald head guy. He looked like uh, Ben-Hur. He looked like, uh, what was his name, Telly Savalas back in the day. But he had on a Versace shirt. He had on a Versace shirt. And so you could tell this shirt was expensive ass shirt. Like women who target men, apex predators, know that that's a Versace shirt. It wasn't one of those obnoxious Versace shirts that you see dudes in Dubai wearing. Okay. It was a nice striped Versace shirt. Yeah, he looked like Kojak. So he's sitting there chilling. And we develop a little bit of rapport. We he's kicking he's kicking it down. He's talking about how successful he was, you know, and all of these things in his house. And he said, um, he said he has two or three children. I can't remember. And they're young. This dude looks like he was in his 60s. And they're young children. And he was like, Yeah, I'm a full-time dad and I retired from my business. I sold my business. And he's telling me all this shit, right? And he's showing me pictures. And he was like, Oh, and this is the mom right here. The mom was a Kaylee. Like, couldn't been older than 30. And this dude was in his 60s, at least late 50s. This woman was a Kaylee about 30, 31, 32. Knocked her up and had two young kids. And so he had been married before. Then he got divorced. Then he had this woman, knocked her up, but he's wealthy. He has the kids full-time. The mom just has visitations. He has the kids full-time because he's wealthy, right? And so um, the Kaylee was just a surfer girl that he had knocked up, uh, put one or two kids in. So then he's showing me his phone and he's like, um, oh, these are all of the girls that um, these are all my girls right here. He goes through his phone and it's a girl's young, hot. Some of them look like highly attractive models, but they were kind of apex predator ish, you know, sending him pictures. Hi, daddy. Hi, all of this stuff. And so I'm asking him, I'm like, damn, how are you getting girls like this? You're a full time dad and all this, uh, all this stuff like that. He was like, I got money. <laughs> I got money. I got money. He was like, this is an everyday occurrence. He was like, I got it. So what he basically was boiling down was what, what poor men have a problem with. This is what poor men have a problem with because they can never, ever, ever get in that position to where that amount of money, whatever amount of money he's spending on them is pennies compared to what your budget looks like. And they'll do whatever he wants. They'll give him his soul or whatever, her soul or whatever it is. He like, I got money. They do whatever I want whenever they want. They check in with me every day. He was like, I don't care what they do on their time, but when they're on my time and I get to see them, I do what I want with them and then I move on. He's leasing them. And this is what men that aren't exposed to this culture don't understand. This is why when you're running, he says it's a tax write-off for him. And that is true too. But one time, what, what you guys don't understand is, is um, oh, there was a point that I was going to, it, it's kind of a weird situation. You don't understand it. 
This is why you don't see wealthy men running around talking about how many girls they get and they hooking up with and pimping and macking. They like, it means nothing to them. That is small potatoes. What's a thousand dollars to that guy? What's 50, what's 500 bucks to that guy? Nothing. It's chump change. To them, it's a lot. To them, it's a lot. Like to you, it's a lot. To the girls he has, it's a lot of money. So if he can take them to Mastro's, he's like chump change. He takes them out on a nice di dinner. The bill comes to 300 bucks. He sucks. They, she sucks the life out of his salami. He tells them to go. They say, thank you, daddy. They run off with a 500 bucks and a belly full of steak. And it was zero. And matter of fact, it's a tax write-off on his bill. He writes that off on his taxes. Not only is it pocket change, he writes it off as a business expense on his taxes because it's a dinner between him and a client. It is some of the weirdest shit that goes on. Now, once I started getting exposed to this and started figuring out why these old men aren't bragging, but they always got young girls on their laps, I was like, now I get it. I actually had another guy, and this is just storytelling time. Another guy, I'm at this cigar. I don't know if you saw the vlog that I go to this cigar place in Corona Del Mar. Shout out to CDM Cigars. So I go to them, and there's another wealthy guy in there, you know, just hemming and hawing. He's got a nice ride outside. And so he's sitting up there talking about, oh, yeah, you know, I invite two and three girls over at a time. Have his fun. He picks one or two, sends one home. No big deal. No big deal. And all of them had a good time. All of them had drinks. All of them had good times. All of them got their little paid. He keeps the receipts. He goes and writes it off in his taxes. Chump change. He got his salami smuggled. And now he's good for the day. Most of these men be married. They got, super, they got wives at home and they go take them to the second house. This is how crazy it is. So in this economy, it's going to become more and more common. But the guys that are going to miss out, unfortunately, it's going to be you. It's going to be you, and you're going to be mad at them because they're getting your girls. I'm sorry. They're getting your girls, whether you like it or not. The girls, you pull it up because what's going to happen, This is, and I've seen it, because uh, the, the other there's a young dude that works at the cigar spot too. And so he was like, yeah, man, I went out him, with him one time. He does exactly that. And so there was a woman that crossed the street. While we were sitting there smoking out, we smoke cigars outside the, the shop. So we're smoking cigars and this woman walks by and we both turn our head. And I was like, oh, check that out. And he was like, oh, man, he was like, um, that girl is um, she's a working girl. And we're in a suburban area. This is a neighborhood. He was like, oh, um, yeah, I know a rich guy. Bring her out and entertain her all the time. She looked like a regular Kaylee. She looked like a regular Kaylee walking to the beach. He was like, oh, man, I know her. She kind of crazy. And I'm sitting there like, damn, y'all would have ran up on her and tried to run game. I was like, sheesh, it's a cold, cold world out here, man. It's a cold, cold world. But, you know, you you bottom feeders ain't going to never experience this. Y'all going to be sitting there banging out fat women for the rest of your life. <laughs> this is why I tell you, you got to get your pockets up first. You got to get to the point where these women don't bother you. So if they say dinner date and they're ugly, you're like, man, don't bother me with that. But it is what it is out here. 
It's a cold, cold world. And you, hey, look, there's a club and you ain't in it. That's what your boy, my boy, what's my boy's name? Uh, George Carlin said that. There's one big club and you ain't in it. You haven't even been seen the half of it. You haven't even been exposed to this. And you will be running up on these girls trying to get numbers in the grocery store. And I'm looking sometimes going, dude, now I get it. Now I get it. Now I see why these people are indifferent to you. And women will never tell you this. You got to find this on your own. It's got to be like the devil's advocate. Watch that movie, The Devil's Advocate. You won't know until you get on the inside and you go, holy shit. Is this how it's been working the whole time? This how it's been working the whole time? Rappers have been trying to tell you. You ain't, ain't tricking if you got it. What have they been saying? Uh, what do they do when they go in the club and make it rain? They've been trying to tell you they on the inside. But the devil's advocate, you got to go to the inside. Once you get in the inside, yeah, that eyes wide shut. Once you get in the inside and you see what's going on, you like, is this? <laughs> eyes wide shut is another one of those movies that tells you about what goes on behind closed door. What goes on when you get in the club? What goes on when you're in the right neighborhood? What goes on? You go, why? Women are going to never tell you that they have participated any, any of this. I had this Gordita talking about uh, swinger parties. And I was like, you was at a swinger party? She was like, yep. I was like, you? You? And she was like, yep, I used to bring men with me to the swingers party. <laughs> like, God dang. But you guys out here trying thinking that you're going to do uh, five stroke specials and pump and dump women. I know then and there you're on the outside. This is what you think achievement in sex is. This is this is what you guys think. This is what tells me you ain't on the inside. You on the outside. You dealing with the 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 uh scallops, the shrimp, the catfish of the sea. That's what you dealing with. It is a weird thing going on in this world and let it be known entertainers, athletes, politicians, they're on that inside stuff. They're on the inside. You're on the outside. That's why you deal with sixes and fives. And then you wish, you hope every day you, you catch an eight lacking and slipping. You just wish you catch an eight. I'm going to just catch one of these eights. No, you're not. They're on the inside. Ask any girl. I know I'm just chatting today. Ask any girl who's young. Uh, Fresh and Fit did this one time. Fresh and Fit did this one time. He, as a, as a, I think Myron did this. He went around the table to all those straggles that go on this show. He was like, you guys all live in Miami. Uh, they all, yep. And they got talking about, oh, I need a man that makes 500000 all of this shit. Well, then the question he asked confirms a lot what I've talked about. He asked him, okay, have you ever been invited to a party where there were millionaires, athletes, celebrities, and so forth? And he ran around the table. You, yep, you, yep, you. You, you, yep, 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 right around the table. What they aren't telling you is when they were there, many of them saw the inside. They saw what went on. They saw the debauchery. They saw the, the line snorting. They saw the succeeding in the corner. They saw people getting 
fondled him. They saw people getting piped down in the VIP. They saw two girls taking on one guy. They saw it all. They participated in some of this. And they were offered money to do some of these things. They saw it. You know what the problem is? When you're their age, you see none of this as a male. When you're their same age, you see zero of this because you're never on the inside. You're not an athlete. You're not an entertainer. You're not a celebrity. You're not a politician. So you don't see none of this. And you go on believing, oh, this ain't true. No, no, no. Now, not all women experience all of these things. But what I'm saying is they get exposed to this much earlier than you do. And it takes you till you hit 35, 40, 45 for you to figure it out. <laughs> You're like, oh, has this been going on the whole time? And it was going on the whole time. It was going on the whole time. Somebody just said something. Highest bidder. Go. Somebody mentioned something about high rollers. Oh, here it is. You can't. He says you can see it for free if you work high roller hospitality. That's another thing. When you go to Las Vegas, you haven't gone to Las Vegas if you haven't been in the high roller hospitality suites or in a suite or an executive suite or you have seen nothing. If you're staying at Circus Circus, if you're staying at New York, New York or Mandalay Bay, you're seeing zero of Las Vegas. I once had a guy said, man, you need to roll with me so I can show you what Las Vegas is really about. Meaning you need to be on the inside high roller for you to see all them little Asian girls that be coming up. <laughs> them little Asian girls that be coming out. No, no questions asked. Ling lings everywhere. Like, oh, what? Oh, oh. And they just grab your hand and take you to the room. And they've been already paid for. Topless pool parties, all of that. They come out, them little type dress. Oh, 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 oh. Has this been? See, this is what you don't get. And so I've been exposed to a little bit of it. And I'm going, oh. Yeah, it ain't what I thought it was. Shout out to Jordan Royale says. Uh, Latino women are more traditional with relationships, so I'll choose one every time. They know I'm the driver and they are the passenger, hashtag spicy. This is true, too, of them. Uh, they do want men to be in the lead as well. So uh, never fall for a shit test with a Latina chick. If she says she wants to be the boss, she lying like a mofo. All right. Sun Lee Rising. Shout out to you. Says thank you. Bakari Leary, enjoying my peace, quiet, and freedom on my goals and purpose. Love my accounts growing. Get the books, fellas. Free agent lifestyle is the way. Get them books. Get them books. All right, get the books. Links in the description box. All right, uh, where are we at? A couple more here. El Chingon says, uh, my ex-aunt used to go on a dinner date with nice guys and take the leftover food to the dudes who would Uber her to his house. Dinner dates, pfft. Dinner dates is a finesse. 99% of the time, it's a finesse. If you do this with a stranger, it's a finesse. It's a no-go. Unless you want to dinner date and you're expecting nothing. If you're expecting to win her, win her over on a dinner date, that is the dumbest bet of all times. I think he meant my ex's aunt. Not his ex-aunt. I messed that up. Acido Rusco, facts coach. I be the Tyrone. I rolled through the Kayleys. 
roll through to Kaylee's, eat all the leftovers, clap, 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 and I'm out. And it's a cold, cruel game. I had a Kaylee invite me over one time. I told the story. Um, she and I used to live near her, so I don't live here near her now. But she told me to come through, came through. And uh, it was late, but I was like, you got something to eat? She was like, yeah, I got something in the fridge. Open a refrigerator. It's leftover containers from any restaurant you can think about. This is an iron and board, Kaylee. She got more leftover food in there than she can deal with. She's like, you can have anything in there. I go on dinner dates with lots of guys. <laughs> Shit. Fridge full of leftovers. And she was like, yep, this is from Astros. This is from Fleming. This is from the sushi house over here. This is from here. Fridge full of leftovers. We went to Morton's over here. We went to Houston's this night. Here's Ruth Chris leftovers. I was like, damn. But y'all still think y'all going to win them over. Okay. Uh, shout out to Domain Stickham says, Coach, have you ever had a high value rental that you were tempted to take off the market? No. No, 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 no. I keep them in the rental section. All right. I keep them in the rental section. I don't catch feelings for these people. All right. I don't fall. You can't fall in love with strippers, man. That's a bad game. All right. Because they are going to finesse you anyway. I mean, look, you're getting the better half of the deal if you only rent them out once. All right. They took the pounding. They actually lost value. Um, people think that they gained something from you and they somehow tricked you out of it. Now, if they stole your watch and your computer, or you fell in love with them and you start paying their bills out in the absence of their present, that's tricking. I think that's high-level tricking. I would never do something like that. But no, I've had, no, I don't take them off the market. Hell no. No, 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 no. I put them, I look, I return they ass right back to the streets. In these streets. Return them right back. Thank you very much. It was a good time. However, we must part. SAU Engineeria, successful men see women as liabilities, not assets. They see them as, even if they get divorced, they already have it pre-planned. Okay, here, have that. But watch that movie about the Lakers. Somebody mentioned that. Where both people, they had an owner of the Lakers who had to sell the team because he was going through a divorce. And you had the guy that was purchasing the team who had to ask his ex-wife from his previous divorce for $2 million to secure the purchase of the team. This is how big divorce is. And this was in the 70s. These people plan for these divorces, man. Shout out to unknown user. Coach, I know you're a busy man, but check out Paternity Court channel on YouTube. It'll blow your mind. It shows females and simps nature at its finest. I don't trust those things. Those are like theater to me, but um, yeah, it is what it is. I, I've seen a couple of those things. Paternity Court, which they show people uh, acting stupid in marriages. This is what ham and eggers do. This is ham and egger marriages. I'm way outside of that now. I'm outside of that box. I'm on the dark side. I'm on the inside. I'm on the inside of it. I don't look at relationships the way the normal knuckle dragger looks at them. That's all. That ship has sailed. I've seen too much mess out here, especially being in Orange County, Southern California, California in general. This place is crazy. It's crazy, but it's how people op operate and function. This is why you can come out here. I'm going to come out here. This is why I always challenge all these PUAs. I challenge your ass. I'll go nose to nose with you live on YouTube. Bring your ass out here and we'll go nose to nose. We'll see that, that little bullshit you talk about living up in Vancouver, Canada, how it's going to work down here.
bring your ass. Bring your ass. You're all the way somewhere overseas in Taiwan. Bring your ass here. I want to see this shit. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, we're going to put it live on live on YouTube or Instagram. Show us. Talking all that shit. <laughs> all right, talking all that shit. Come on out here. I've been out here in California for some damn near 30 years. Bring your ass out here. I'm going to tell you, you ain't going to get no peace leave. You're going to come out empty. You're going to come out lacking out here. Or you're going to get finessed. Do not trip. You go. I, we could go to California, Miami, New York, you name it. But I can't stand these people sitting around here, sitting in these little ass areas, talking about what they're going to do and what they're going to run. Get. Okay, bring your ass out here. <laughs> Pull up. Pull up. I'll be cordial with you. I'll rent a suite over at the Fairmount for your ass. I'll have your ass sweeted out. Come on out here and cold approach. Bring your ass. <laughs> bring your ass. I'll take you to Inglewood. I'll take you anywhere. What, what, what you want to do? Where, where you want to go? You want to go to Newport Beach? You want to go to Inglewood? I'll take your ass to Marina Del Rey. All right. I'll take your ass to the San Fernando Valley, Ventura Boulevard. I'll take you out to Ventura. They're going to run circles on your ass. Okay. I don't care what you think you're running out here. You running some shit out there in them little ass areas that you are in Tupelo, Mississippi. Bring your ass out here. <laughs> People think they out here going, I'm going to run this. Fairmont is a nice hotel. I told you about my Fairmont story. And this goes to another simp story that I always talk to guys about. I'm, I'm chilling with my homeboy. I told this story before. Yeah, come out to Santa Barbara. Hey, I came out. My homeboy was going through a divorce, and he, we played football together on high, in high school. He was the quarterback, and I was a defensive back. And so he was like, hey, um, uh, my ex-wife moved out to your area. My daughter plays soccer, and then my daughter ended up playing soccer against his daughter. But he was like, I'm going to come out this weekend. Why don't we hang out? So I was like, I don't have my kids. Let's hang out. I picked them up uh, from his suite at the Fairmont, and we go to Laguna Beach. We go to this club. I think it's called Skyloft in Laguna, Laguna Beach. And it's a nightclub. You know, it's, it's sketchy. It's in the downtown Laguna Beach area. We chilling, and they playing music, and we just chopping it up. There's a black dude next to us. He out here simping. He out here losing his mind. Oh, man, you see that? He trying to get us to go out there and run game and approach hoes and go dance with hoes. And we sitting around like, he ain't doing all of that stuff. All of these women on girls' nights out away from their husband. All right. You got girls out here, college straggle daggles. You got old ass women. We're, we're like, we just chilling. We just talking. We just talking. And he running around. Man, you missing it out here. Y'all need to get out here. We need to get. I'm like, shut your ass up. We looking at him like, chill, bro. You never been here before? And so he's going crazy. So guess what? We leave that club and we go to a place called The Quiet Woman. Anybody know, knows about the QW, the quiet woman is kind of a, like a, they, they do like a, it's a kind of intimate setting. So we chilling at the quiet woman, me and the, me and my friend, the, we left the black simp, <laughs> right? We chilling at the quiet woman. We minding our own damn business. And I'm going to tell you something. When you mind your own business and you look like you belong and you ain't out there just looking like crazy stuff are going to happen to you. So we chilling. And this woman, I told this story before, this woman comes over to me and she grabs my hand and she's like purring like a kitten next to me. And I'm looking like, and she has an old, it's like a Latina girl. And she has an old white man with her. We minding our own business. She comes up next to me, she purring. And I'm sitting there like, look at my friend. I'm like, you see this shit? 
<laughs> he like, yeah, damn. So a few th- a few minutes go around, and then she goes to him, and she purrs on him like a kitten. We looking, and so I told, looked and turned to the white dude that was kind of standing off in the distance. I was like, you with her? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, oh. I was like, what is this about? He was like, well, we have an open relationship, so we're kind of looking for another couple to go back with and have fun with. But if we don't have a couple, you know, you guys can have her for the night. And so I'm looking, I'm looking at my boy. And I was like, we can have her. He was like, yeah, as long as you have a place to go. So the the white guy was in his 50s. The woman was late 20s, early 30s. And I was like, oh, snap. So I told my boy, I was like, hey, what what you want to do? And he was like, well, I got my suite at the Fairmont. I was like, all right, you want to take her there? You want to take her there? He was like, yeah, we took her there. I went first. <laughs> he said, handed out AIDS. I threw the shield on it. I threw the shield on it. And so I'm telling him at the time, I'm still doing personal training. And so he was like, uh, he, you could tell he was kind of down bad because he wanted another couple. <laughs> he wanted another couple, but he wasn't able to get a girl. So he kind of had to just wait for her to get her rocks on. <laughs> so I went in there, ran it. I, I went in there, ran through that, and the dude sitting there like, oh, you lucky you get to have relations with a personal trainer. I went first. <laughs> I went first. I was like, where that gym had at? Slid that on right there? I'm sitting there like, man, but what the point of it is, is this happened in a very traditional family neighborhood hangout bar that that people frequent for this type of stuff. This this swinging culture is a big deal in the suburbs. Swinging culture is real big deal in the, in the suburbs. And once you're on the inside, that's when you see stuff. If you're on the outside and you're one of these guys that's going to go to the bar by yourself and look all crazy, looking like you want to hook up and go run game, ain't going to happen. Not here it ain't. Not here it ain't. Okay, but... Uh, but... um. That's why I tell them, them PUA guys, man, that bullshit they they be trying to sell y'all. I'm like, bring that ish. (laughs) Bring that ish out here. I'll take you anywhere you want to go. I'll take you anywhere you want to go. Oh, you know what was funny? So after, (laughs) I'll tell you the funny part of it. So after I was done, I was like, hey, I got to go back home. And so he stayed with the girl. He stayed with the girl and the guy in the hotel. And I was like, damn, I should have, um, I should have not left him in the room with them. I literally left him in the room with them. And when I got home, I was like, ooh, I shouldn't have left them. So I texted him, and I was like, man, are you all right? I was like, maybe they spiked this drink. They drugged him. They deleted him because I left him by himself. And I was like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. And then I was like, hey, did, did, did they leave? Are you good? Did they do anything to you? He was like, nah. He was like, I finished up with her, and they left. I was like, okay, cool. As long as you were cool. I was like, oh, man. But, guys, if you try to make that situation happen, you're going to fail almost every time. You're going to fail almost every time. Don't go out there and, and make stuff happen like that. It ain't going to happen. Stuff happen like that when you kind of in the right setting, kind of. 
Yeah, I left his ass alone. I did him wrong, man. I did him wrong. I was like, man, I shouldn't have left you. I'm sorry. I was like, yeah, no, he was like, it's okay. Shout out to KT. He says, Coach Clapping Cheeks, my 2002 model. One more time, that. <laughs> oh, man, it's crazy. Shout out to Fitness Whenever Wherever says, these 30-year-old these hands are wilding. Now, they're also doing these things, man. They're, they've been exposed to these things. They're never going to tell you, bro. They're never going to tell you. It's unfortunate. And they're going to be like, me, I never do stuff like that. Come on. Come on. Don't believe them all the time. SAU Engineering, I'm sad because the five-stroke special is my best move. Give me the buzzer. Mm. Shout out to the five-stroke special. Where is it at? Right there. Somebody said I'm capping. Hey, uh, here's the deal. If you haven't been in Southern California in, 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 in a kind of a ritzy neighborhood, you ain't going to find out. These PTA and soccer moms be doing this shit on the regular. You got to get on the inside. But it's a it's a terrible area. You can't really expose them the way you want to expose them. Vlad P, the circus circus coach, he says, that's where I bought my first. That's why I buy my crack when I'm staying at the Encore for the Encore Beach Club at the circus circus. Shout out to you and circus circus, man. Yeah, if you stand at Circus Circus, you ain't going to see nothing. You're not going to see this at all. You got to be somewhere. You're going to be at the Encore. You got to be at the Venetian in the suites. If your ass stand at um the old, uh, <laughs> I can't even think of the name, the name of it. You stand at the old hotels off the strip. You're not going to see nothing like Las Vegas. Las Vegas is wild. All right. But the inside of Las Vegas, high roller stuff, when the dudes show up and they get suites and upgraded all the way up to high roller because they about to gamble 10, 15, 20, $30,000 or more. And they take them to that room where you can't even walk in. You can just look by. You can just look at it. You know, you guys, yeah, you stand on Fremont Street. Hey, the Flamingo. Hey, look. You walk by them hotels. I'm sorry, you walk by those gambling rooms and you could just look in and you know not to set foot up in that damn. <laughs> those are the rooms at late night that get wild. See, you up at eight and eight at night. It ain't even, the dudes ain't even there yet. The, the places where they high rolling at, you can't even get in. But you went down somewhere at the uh, Caesars Palace and thought you was doing Las Vegas, walking up and down the strip with 120 degree weather in the summer. Oh man, we out here, Sean. We out here, Sean. You stand at the Stardust. You stand at the old Stardust. We out here, Sean. We out here in Las Vegas, Sean. Seventy nine dollar room. <laughs> anyway, you ain't seen ish. Up in here, IG, Team Brickhouse, leftover high mileage, peace leave. No, thank you. No, thank you. Damn, you stand on state line, Buffalo Bills. Damn, you stand all the way out there. Oh, my. But you're doing it at the Whiskey Pete's. Yeah, you got to work up to like 20 trips to Vegas before you figure out, oh, I wasn't even doing it right. <laughs> I've been going to Vegas all this time. Thought I was doing it up. 
Nah, man. You got to come out your pockets. You got to be willing to lose money to the casinos. If you ain't willing to lose money, because you ain't going to even see the dark side. Where we at here? Um, Remember I was telling you in Vegas, I'm up staying in the Venetian, in the suites, and these two damn gorditas in there looking at me like a beef burger. A Wendy's beef burger. I'm sitting in the elevator. They trying to run game on me in the elevator. I was like, no, 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 no. Zero fallout. He says, I got too much to lose to be the that's you guy. And that's you. Yes, indeed. Free agent for life. Got to be free. These brothers don't stay in Vegas. They stay in Mesquite. They was like, nah, forget Las Vegas, man. Let's stay out in Mesquite and we'll drive in to Las Vegas. All right. One mic at a time, coach. I'm African. My sisters used to introduce me to men who would buy me stuff just to impress her. I was the spoiled little bro. Hashtag simp lives matters. It's a cruel game out there for some of these people, man. I tell you, I, I once you wake up and see the real, maybe it's not real for you. Maybe you're somewhere in Columbus, Ohio, and you don't know. You know, you don't know any better. Shout out to the man with no name paying my tuition coach. Stay safe and hit me with the, I told you to do Biden, Nelly. Where is she at right there? Where is she at? Hey, I told you to do Biden. Now that we lost another vote. Now we done lost a vote. That's going to go to Trump. Derek Gerard, thank you, sir, for being here. All right. Alexander Ruffin says there, there's this soccer moms out here. Or these soccer moms out here, I think you mean to say. It's a, it's a deep secret. It's a deep secret. These women got to get drunk to even have relations with their husbands. All right. They got to have be wined out. And a lot of them have seedy past that they're not going to tell you about, but they look like, oh, you know, I'm just a perfect little mom. When you get to know them, like they had this one woman out here. She was a mom, blonde bombshell, probably about five foot two. She had a baby. But the baby was um, like I had a Russian name. And I was like, I don't like this seems weird. And then come to find out the dad of the baby. I don't think they were married, but they were like she was a sugar baby, essentially type of deal is like that's what it was the guy was older and had money well he got arrested for like embezzling money or i don't know what he was running but he was in prison <laughs> and he was just funneling money to this whole this woman she didn't have no job no nothing she lived in a two-bedroom apartment with the little boy and she was writing letters back and forth going to visit the daddy going to visit her sugar daddy in jail and she looked like a regular old soccer mom and i'm like what like that's your man's this your man's and she was like oh yeah he's not guilty i'm fully supporting him when he gets out we're gonna get married and she was like a one chick that he had of many i'm sure and he was going down for some little embezzlement i can't remember what it was but it's some halfway it was criminal but she was trying to make it seem like it wasn't criminal oh it's just he'll get out and when he gets out we're gonna get married And he out there just to paying her way. See, this is the thing. You would see her. Oh, well, the dad's not here. You would try to run game on her. No chance in hell. Not out here. You're going to come out here and get put in your place. You might be able to tag one of these old desperate cougars out here who just got freshly divorced. They're open season on them. When they just get freshly separated, open season. 
But the rest of them do not come out here, man. Do not come out here playing those silly games. Shay run teams or shot run teams says saw my mom finesse dudes. That's another lesson. He said, sad thing to see all those leftovers out here. Stay focused and grind to my future. Grind into your future. Appreciate you to the max CGA. You saving lives, chief. You saving lives. I'm trying. Trying to save lives. I'm trying to wake y'all brothers up to what's going on in this world. All right. There are some common ham and eggers in regular relationships. I'll admit that. They're are out here. They're out here. They're doing it. Newski says, uh, before you link, wait, before you link with a, I think a woman, you have to call her to see if she's a feminist. It could go left in person. Yes. You want to, you want to, you want to get the feminists out of them as soon as possible. Because they, a lot of them are hidden feminists too. So you want to get that out. Maryland guy says, can you play the Biden? She looks like she's 19 clip. Oh, yes. Let's play that. I forgot about that one. I love those barrettes in her hair, man. I tell you what. I'm looking at her. She looks like she's 19 years old sitting there with a, like a little lady on her wedding squad. Wow. It's a little bit tough. It's a tough world out here. But again, I think once you get start getting exposure, and you're not going to get invited to things if they know you're a little bit shady, you run your mouth, you're broke. If you're broke, just say that. But women in your age group, you young men, women between the ages of 20 and 28 have already experienced more life than you. They've seen way more life than you. They've been exposed to way more things. This is why they can come out 20 years later and say, when I was 24 working at this executive club, I used to go on private flights and I went to this private island with the CEO of the company and I was the executive assistant. He forced me to duck sick. And you're sitting there like, this was going on in your early 20s? Yes. They've already been sexually harassed to a great level by bosses. They've been sleeping with their managers. They, they succeeded to get jobs. I mean... <laughs> and especially if they say they're anywhere in the industry, video model, video vixen, model, modeling industry, musician, uh, guitarist, bass guy, they done seen some bull-ish. They seen some crazy-ish. And you come along with your blue pill, regular old normie, NPC, ham and egg herself, thinking it's about love. And then she gets cold on you, like this woman right here. Let me see where is this one. Was it this one? She gets cold on you and she tells you what she really thinks of you. Okay. She's going to say you will win in the end. You will win. So just keep holding on to the right girl. Comes nice on. guys always win. They oh. always win. If nice truly means nice, you had the wrong girl. Yeah. You might not win in your early 20s, but let me tell you, every girl will get sick of the games and the douchebags and nice guys will win they always win they always win. i want a nice guy okay i'm sick of the games like you saw i'm i shut it down like i'm not into it i want a nice guy the nice guy win a nice guys for three years it's not cool and then it's cool yes you will win you hear that after they didn't have their fun after they had the vegas trips after they had their fun you know it's about the nice guys now <laughs> oh god what a cruel, cruel world. But anyway, not everybody lives this world. So if you are looking for people who haven't lived in a world like this or who don't want to live in a world like this, like say you live in San Antonio, Texas, 
and these people have been have not been exposed to this. Well, if you marry her, she might want to get exposed to this later on. She might change her mind. So you do have to worry about that. So shout out to the coach gang. Let's get up out of here. Thank you for the support again. I, I love story time. I love story time. Oh, also check private investigator. If you get serious about a woman, I know guys are in here, hire a private investigator. Have them go to Planned Parenthood and pull their medical records. They'll get them. Have them pull their STD file up. Have them pull their early termination of pregnancy out. Have them pull out their head meds. Have them pull out their psychology report. Have them pull out their college transcripts and see how they bounced around and transferred to two and three colleges. Okay? I guarantee you, you're going to find out some stuff that will make you run. Shout out to the coach gang. And we out of here. Man, if he loves you, he's going to understand it. But if you playing with a nigga who already got options, coochie gang's not going to work. Mm -mm. What will work with a guy who has so many options? Nothing.